Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. The Guardian reporters believe that some big time celebrities or just people's accounts that have a lot of users are let to be more lenient with their postings. They call these edge cases. The reporters believe the edge cases are videos with content that would normally come close to violating TikTok's guidelines. TikTok has pushed back and said, no, these allegations are are completely wrong based on misunderstandings. Our community guidelines apply equally to all TikTok content. Hmm. Now, that's The Guardian's take on this. However, Forbes came out and said that TikTok operated a two-tier model moderation system that gave special treatment to celebrities, influencers, and VIPs. Little special allowances oh, for yeah. them. Well, wait till you see people. me dancing around my living room in a Christmas Speedo. Uh, yeah. You just wait. <laughs> you probably will not get flagged because you're a pretty big deal. <laughs> ah, That's oh, how yeah. that works. Right. <laughs> it is not one world, people. No wonder <laughs> that my little TikTok of my baby wiener dog sleeping in a blanket doesn't get as many views as the girl dancing around her kitchen in a bikini. Weird. Oh, yeah, I know. It, it is really What's weird up? how that works. Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. I got a little uh, ranty yesterday about high fructose corn syrup again. Can I get these out of the way so then then I'm settled down for the Christmas weekend? Sure. I got another one. And it's holiday travel related. So far in 2023, TSA has found over 6,000 guns at checkpoint. 80 plus percent of them were loaded. What are we doing? I don't understand. Is that a oops, I forgot? Or did you think be. you would get through? Because mm. either either option, mm-hmm. I don't understand. I got a permit. Well, not to fly on an airplane. It says you can travel with a firearm, but... You can check, again, yep. check it. Yep. I guess we didn't put that into the, if you can pour <laughs> if you it... you can shoot it. Yeah, pour it. Load it. <laughs> pack and check it. Yeah, you <sighs> can't take that through in your carry-on. It needs to be unloaded. In checked baggage, in a mm-hmm. locked, hard-sided case, and you must let the airline know that you're doing that. Yeah, you must declare it. Now, I have also been a witness to a declaration, which the person at the desk went, what? And I thought, you need to know how to handle that situation. Yeah. The person should not have to tell you now how to go about doing the, okay, yep, that's appropriate. Let's send it through yeah. the baggage screening process. Good point. The airlines yeah. need training it as was, well. It was a little troublesome, I must say. And by the way, they add the civil penalty for carrying a gun through security can be up to $15,000 and confiscation of the weapon, of course. A very costly mistake, says TSA. See, that's we go back to the whole, like, do you have empathy for the person? I have empathy for the person who had just a few ounces of <laughs> of shampoo or yeah. lotion in their bag and yes. go, oh, really? But mm-hmm. it's my, I have dry hands. It's winter. And I go, oh, man, that's some yeah. good hand lotion. I feel bad. Person with the, the loaded weapon? No. And that what are you doing? That's not accounting for the knives that go through. Have you been paying attention the last 22 years of uh, TSA screening? <laughs> Apparently they have never heard our song, but we need to do a little ad addition remix to the... Yes. Right. Sing this a was song. mainly for things that you would take edible items right. like pies and, and jams and gravies and things like that through yeah. screening. Here we go. If you can spill it, spread it, spray it, pump it, or pour it. Check, Check it. it. Okay. Spill it, spread it, spray it, pump it, or pour it. 
check it. So I'm thinking if you can load it, aim it, shoot it. Or stab it. Or (laughs) with Yeah, you've got to check it, people. Come on. Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. You have another Christmas gift idea for us today that's fun. This is going to be easy to find in the game section. A couple of years ago, I was looking around, rooting around. We were having family game night. I see this wooden box game. I thought, what is this? We opened it up, loved the game. Uh, we call it the wooden box game, but it is called the game of things. Have you ever played things. the game of things? Uh, pretty sure not. I don't think uh, I've heard of it. It is so fun. A group game that doesn't require too, too much thinking, but a lot more strategy involved. Many, many laughs and anybody can play as long as they can read and write. Now there's a, a uh, more adult version mm. called the Game of Nasty Things. <laughs> That's the Game the- of Things regular edition can go down that route depending on who you're playing with, but I'm going to tell you what, this will be a crowd pleaser. Do you have a, a sample of a, the Game of Things? Well, actually, we're going to play a little version of the Game of Things. Oh. 320-235-1025, you're going to text your answer. Things you would not want to play catch with on Christmas. <laughs> Did you ever do that? Did you get a new ball for Christmas? You're immediately well, like, oh, we got to go. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I was just thinking because of the weather. I remember many Thanksgivings where we would be out playing catch. The the cousins, whether a football or a baseball. <laughs> I don't remember any Christmas days that we were out playing catch yeah. in the lawn. Hey, you could be doing it in the living room. Mom yells in, stop doing that. You're going to break yeah. the lamp. Stop okay. it. I'm seeing some answers come in that, are you listening to the right radio station? <laughs> What, a what razor? I mean... Um, okay, yeah, probably yeah, not. Yeah, that might cut the person on the receiving end. That's not what I said, though. I've got one written down. Let's see if you can match what I would say you shouldn't play catch with. Jamie, your face. She wins. <laughs> yeah, your face might be the answer, the wild card that people go, who wrote down your face? Match Tim. What would I say is mm-hmm. our version of it for the Waltz Carnuba car wash. So Noah said a, a hot potato, literally. Lorene said the turkey. I mm. did ponder for a second. Don't play catch with the Christmas ham. But You're going to get yelled at if you do that. I, I passed can, I on that one. Yeah. Rick said dog poo. He knows we've got, he put a little emoji, of course. We've got two wiener dogs. Oh, Deanna, the baby Jesus from the nativity scene. <laughs> Don't play. Oh, catch do with not that. drop it. Grandma's Acceptable. favorite baking dish. Don't be mm. playing catch with that. Oh, there's some a lot of good mm. ones. Grandma's dentures, says Juan. <laughs> <laughs> well, if grandma's leaving them on the table after dinner, anything See, goes. This, this is what happens when you're playing the game of things, though. The card reader collects everybody's answers that they have written down, or in this case, texted in, and then reads through them with a straight face all the answers. You don't know who wrote what. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's fun. It's crazy answers. Wiener dogs, of course, were mentioned. Don't play catch with my wiener dogs. I, I said, because it seems like a ball, a snow globe. Don't play catch with the snow globe. Oh, I think we got the, we, we did, did get, get the, a couple of those. We yeah. did. The first, first one was Lynn from Renville, guess the snow globe. Nice. Where did I just see a really, really striking one? Was that at my sister-in-law's house? It was lighted. And then you picked it up and said, go long, and then you launched it across the living room? No, it was at my mother-in-law's. No, no offense to the sister-in-law for thinking that it was her mom. <laughs> uh <laughs> It really brightly colored, and then it just, you didn't have to shake it. it somehow Did it was it just going. Oh. 
That was big. Don't play catch with that. Fancy. No. So uh, Lynn wrote back and said, that actually happened at our house. Now, Lynn, was it a a child? Like a junior high kid? Or was it your husband? Probably not. It was probably the adults. (laughs) They're the ones who get into trouble. Oh, this is a good idea. (laughs) Oh, Lynn. It's Q102. And we're back. So you do events, among uh, other things, and you have a luncheon today. Will there be any uh, door prizes, like take the centerpiece home for the holidays? Sometimes, you know, there's some leftover veggies from a veggie platter. That, yeah. you, know, ah, you throwing those in a- your purse? Yeah, I eh. might do a little munching in the back, like, yeah, celery better taste it and make sure it's good. I love a good celery and dip. I also don't know if I'd be uh, filling my handbag with what you did take home <laughs> from a party one time. This wasn't that I just helped myself oh, to right. the goods, oh, okay. but I think I can say the company. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. It was Procter & Gamble. Oh, sure. So they do a lot of different products, right? I don't think it was a holiday thing. I think it was just a seminar. They did lunch, and then they did some little games for their employees after where mm-hmm. you could win some Procter & Gamble products. So they had the Scope mouthwash and Febreze and Head & Shoulders. I saw some big bottles of that. With things that cost the company absolutely zero dollars no, in other Probably, yeah. But, you know, their employees still probably have to buy it. One of their games, somehow they took toilet paper rolls, lined them on a table, and then had a ping pong ball where you Uh, had to get it in a cup or something. But then they had the the, uh, toilet paper rolls covered, so it was just kind of like the bumpers for the table. Oh. Well, after... The, I see where this is going. the person who was running the event said, this is really good toilet paper. It is not the cheap mm. stuff that most workplaces have, right? Mm-hmm. This is the good, good stuff. We're not going to use it. Would one of you want to take this toilet paper home? It's really good. Like, we'll just take the cover off and take the tape off. And I mean, it's still perfectly good toilet paper. I said, oh, let me feel that <laughs> toilet paper. Mind. It oh, was you... like the 16-ply plush. Oh, your bum feels so good. I say, yes, I will take that toilet paper. Uh... So I put it in a big garbage bag, and the girl who runs the venue, she got a garbage bag, too. We split the rolls of toilet paper, but there had to be about 20 rolls each. That is a good gift. And usually, if you get free toilet paper, you know it's going to disintegrate on first wipe. Yeah, oh, no, uh... you could wrap yourself up in this and take a little nap. It's so soft and thick. What if other people were, like, touching the toilet paper? Well, no. You- it was better. covered. Oh, okay. It was covered uh, well, under the bumpers. So nobody even knew that was toilet you paper. You found a way to test it. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I have a bag of it. I've been using I, it right now. I think I'd throw away the first few sheets. Just to- Don't think I didn't do yeah. that. You know me and germs. Yeah, like a little unroll, and then we're good to go. God bless us, everyone. Free oh, yeah. toilet paper at Christmas. <laughs> Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 Morning Show. If you have purchased a pair of pajamas for someone on your Christmas list, you might want to save that gift receipt because health experts say sleeping nude can promote a good night's rest. So maybe pajamas going to be a thing of the past. Studies have shown that keeping cool helps you fall asleep faster. Yes. And also that the ideal bedroom temperature should be somewhere between 60 and 67 degrees. That cooling your body promotes a better night's sleep, healthier skin, and has even been linked to less stress and anxiety. And this may be too much info, but I mean, we're all friends here. 
Do you sleep all layered up or? Oh, or do you, you sleep asked with the me bare first. <laughs> I mean, I'll go first. I get so hot in general yes. that I keep my house cold yeah. and I cannot sleep with things on. Okay. I don't know how people sleep with pajamas or jewelry. I can't do it. It's too much. Um, I'll just say I'm sleeping cool as well. So, okay. Uh, okay. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> That, but 60 would even be cold for me. Ours at night, 60 66, 67, 67. We're on that upper end of the cool. Since I do the work from home thing in my <laughs> yeah. pajamas most days, I don't sleep in pajamas, but I put my pajamas on when I am <laughs> just work. working. I checked my temperature and I'm at 66 and I don't okay. kind of fluctuate mine. I just set it and leave it. I like it on the chilly side. We've got three temperatures on our smart thermostat. 66 while we're gone, 68 while we're home watching Netflix, and then 67, mm-hmm. maybe 66 at night. Oh, yeah. Then you're right in the zone. Huh? Well, look at me. I'm all normal. I know. Congrats. <laughs> Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 Morning Show. In the kitchen, in the kitchen, what was in there, making something, always learning, in the All these in the kitchen tips brought to you by Kitchen Fair by Don's Building Center. Today we're talking about your cookie storage. Let's say you did a little baking early December and you thought, now these will stay fresh by the time we put them out for Mm. Christmas Eve festivities. And then you popped open the lid. You went, oh, these are a little bit uh, crunchier than they first were. Not soft and chewy any longer. Do the bread trick. Slice of white bread inside your cookie container. Now, the key here is you want an airtight cookie container because air is what will zap out that moisture and turn a cookie hard in no time. Obviously, that's why you can't leave them out all December long on the counter. You put them in an airtight container. Some cookies will freeze well. Others may not, so I'd be li- careful. I prefer them frozen, i got to be honest you, with you. I do. Do you like everything cold? I yeah, do. that's true. But here's the thing. Be careful because if you freeze cookies, obviously take them out, thaw them. Sometimes they taste just like you took them out of the oven. Put a piece of white bread, slice of white bread, inside the cookie container. It will soften them up again because... The hardness will come out of the cookies. It will go into the white bread. Obviously, you're going to toss the white bread after a couple days. You don't want to get weird inside there and holding on to moisture. But be careful. Don't toss wheat bread in there. Don't toss Mm. rye bread in there because your cookies will absorb the flavor of the bread Mm. unless it is the white bread because that's a nice neutral flavor. Yeah. What are you doing with white bread in the house that's full of high fructose corn syrup and nothing good? It is cookie season, so you gotta have the white bread. Don't use a pumpernickel in your chocolate chip cookie box. And I, I do like to make ahead. I did not do any cookie baking this year. I know. My weird, wife right? did the, the sugar, frosted sugar ones. They are stored on the porch where it's been quite nice cool. And, she and knows chilled. how I like okay. them. That's oh, right. Yeah. I, I have broken my sanity thing with a couple of those. Well, she made them. So there's no high fructose corn. But you could have had a dozen, and you only had a couple. Exactly. So it's fine. In the kitchen. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.